Hello and welcome to Real Actors, Real Answers, the place where casting directors, directors, scriptwriters, actors, and more get real. Today, I would like to introduce you to a fantastic actor and a humanitarian. His name is Monzel Towners. Hello, Monzel. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. What caused you to take this life of acting so seriously? Uh, man, I don't even know where to begin. Um, Charles came to me ten years ago and said, "Hey, let's do a let's do a let's do a skit." I was like, "Sure, why not?" I was at home bored, and next thing you know, the skits turned into short films, and short films turned into feature films. And I said, "Hey, let me just stick with it," you know. Who's Charles? Uh, Charles is my mentor, my best friend, uh, my go-to guy when it comes to filmmaking. Um, you know, like I said before, Charles was the one that I started with uh, in 2010. So here we are, almost going on for 10 years. Um, man, that's a lot I can say about Charles. So just be prepared. But um, <laughs> um, Charles pretty much mentored me into the man that I am today. When it comes to this business, um, he showed me the ropes and still show me the ropes to this day. I'm currently working on a project now, and I'm actually directing, producing, and I'm one of the leads. So this is my first time actually doing everything. And I call him up and say, hey, I need your help with this. I need your guidance with this. And he's pretty much on the ball with the shot list and anything producing-wise uh, that I need. And I greatly, greatly appreciate Charles. If it, if it really wasn't for him, I don't believe I would have made it this far. And I tell him that all the time, and he always tells me, like, man, you're the actor. I'm just the director. But it's like, no, like, you've mentored me all these years, and you helped my career get to where it is today. And I greatly, greatly appreciate him for that. So uh, shout out to Charles for that. You know you know what? I got to tell you something. Uh, I met you at the Actors Loft in Royal Oak. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Hugh. Shout out to Hugh and the Actors Loft in Royal Oak. But, and we did 21 Grams, which was, it's a fantastic uh, movie, and we did a scene together. Mm -hmm. First time I met you. But there's so many things that you just mentioned on this podcast that just astounds me. You're like the superhero. You got this <laughs> producing, acting, directing, writing, this, 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 you know. Uh, yes. um, Jack of all trades. Yeah, but master of many. And yeah. I just find it fascinating. You're the kind of people that I don't want to hang out with. Because you're extraordinary. Yes, very much so. What I've, um, what I've gathered from you, uh, from you, the great you. Yeah. Uh, tell me something about why and how you started to act. What drew you? And I know Charles gets kudos, but uh, what drew me into acting? Um, I just watched a lot of movies, and I always said when I was a kid. I had to be six or seven years old, and I'm like, God, I, you know, I want to be on TV or, you know, I want to be on a movie. And, um, I guess you can call it like a gift and a curse, but like as a kid, in my bath time days, I would always just sit in the bathtub and talk to myself and act like I'm on a movie set and, and, and say specific lines from one of my favorite movies. This is my favorite movie of all time is Nothing to Lose with Martin Lawrence and Tim Robbins. So I watch a movie over and over and over and learn the lines and just say the lines to myself 
or to my invisible friend that I used to have. And that's what really kicked it all off. And with me being as goofy as I am, too, my mom always told me that she could see me on somebody's movie set or on somebody's TV show, you know, having people laughing at me like I normally do now. She saw that spark. Yeah, she seen it in me. You also told me about something very personal and it meant a lot. The person meant a lot to you uh, that was an encourager for your acting and you as a human being. Who was that? Uh, my grandmother. Yes. Um, she, um, she was a huge part of my career. Um, funny story. Um, she really didn't. Well, she knew I wanted to act for years, but there was things I also wanted to do, too, like become a police officer, a professional wrestler, and things like that. So my mind was literally all over the place. And um, I had did a monologue at the Actors Loft, and it was from A Time to Kill. It was a scene with Matthew McConaughey and Samuel Jackson. And I showed it to her when it was done. And she told me, she said, you know, I know you want to become an actor, but honey, let me tell you, you know, you're going to be one of the greatest. Like, I, I just see it. You're going to be up there with the all-time greats. Your name is going to be in the same sentence as Denzel Washington and Samuel Jackson. Like, you really, really have it in you. And it took all this time for me to physically see you in a serious and impactful moment to see that about you. But, you know, I knew it all along. You had it in you to be an all-time great. And I really appreciated her for that. And, you know, now that she's gone with her passing away this past October, um, is it just really motivated me to work even harder than I, I have been working and um, continue to follow my goals and pass it on to my kids when it comes to my legacy and live out her legacy as well. So, um, yeah, she was a, a great support system of mine. I, it's a very hurtful situation. I did lose that, but I know she's still with me to this day. That's a great motivation. I love that. I love stories like that because you have heart. Mm -hmm. You're not just an actor. Pardon me because some people out there aren't actors, but right. it, you take it to heart. You take it to, you take it very seriously. Yeah. You, you have to in this business. This is not a business that you just want to say, Oh, I want to be on TV and you know, think it's that easy. It's not. Like, you have to have the passion for this. Like, when I started professional wrestling, when I did that for a while before I got injured, they told me, like, this, is, this isn't this is ballet. This isn't a game. This is a very, you know, contact type of sport. So you're going to get hit. You're going to get black eyes. You're going to get bruises. But if it's for you, you know, you'll stick with it. You'll master it, and you'll be an all-time great. You are a wrestler? Yeah, for... Quite some time. <laughs> what is that about? Come on. So um, it started with uh, backyard wrestling. I'm a big fan of WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, favorite wrestlers, Roman Reigns and uh, Charlotte Flair. Shouts out and kudos to them. Um, but uh, I was torn between acting and wrestling. So I took a break from acting and I wanted to venture out of professional wrestling. And it's it's a very contact sport, you know. It's, it's not ballet like they say. It's it's very difficult. Um, sustained an injury. I took a bad bump, got injured, and I was sitting at home for like six months. 
Like, okay, do I want to, you know, go to rehab and heal from this? Or do I want to get back and act? Yeah, rehab. Wow. Okay. <laughs> do I want to go to rehab for this or do I want to get back and act? And, and sure enough, I got on Facebook and I seen some of my old acting buddies making films and started back talking and hanging with them. And then that actor bug just bit me again. The next thing I know, I'm directing this. I'm producing this. I'm, you know, assisting editing this or assistant director. You know, helping with the writing and things like that. So it just goes to show, like, more so acting was for me than the wrestling side. Um, so I don't think I'll be getting back in the ring anytime soon, though. Do you know a wrestler named Andrew Darcy? Yes. You do? Yeah. I used to work with him. He oh, lives really? in Port Huron, Michigan. Um, he's, he's a lot of things. He's a DJ, but he also takes... Yeah, he's quite the uh, entrepreneur. Yes, yes, Andrew. Um, he was in the process of tra- training me. Um, wow. But I was still indecisive between acting and wrestling. Sure. So I've met him. He's a great trainer, I, I really have to say. Um, he did have a lot of high hopes for me, but at the same time, you know, my first passion was acting. I fell in love with that first. And um, I mean, never say never. Uh, you know, I'll never say I'll never get back in the ring, but, I mean, the opportunity presents itself. Now, um, well, I, I will. The thing I got to say this: um, you were a professional wrestler, mm-hmm. so guess what? You can play a wrestler in a film, definitely, and play it very convincingly. <laughs> yes, you, you take with an with an actor. Don't they take their personal experiences and sort of connect? Somewhat, but what connects professional wrestling and acting? It's storytelling. Because when it comes to professional wrestling, you're storytelling. And when it comes to being an actor, you're storytelling. Both professions, they're telling a story. So that's like the common denominator. That's why you see certain professional wrestlers transition over into acting. Because, yeah, in the acting field, you have a chance to mess up when you're on camera. Versus you're at a live event in a wrestling ring and you have a botch or something. You have to find a way to clean it up without it looking, you know, skeptical, to right. say the least. Right. So it's never really that you ever see any actors transition over to wrestling. But um, like I said, the opportunity presents itself because it is a wrestler that I would love to wrestle by the name of Jonte uh, Keith. Um, I would love to get in the ring with him and tell a, a great story with him. If the opportunity presents itself, I will take it and get back in that ring and, and wrestle, you know. Slam him a couple of times. I owe him a couple of hits. <laughs> Got a couple of receipts coming for him. <laughs> now, you mentioned to me something about a comedy police story, something. What yes, was that about? what I'm working on now, Detroit's Finest. That's a cop comedy. Um, I'm working with a good friend of mine, Dan Schmidt, is my co star, Adrian Terrell, and well, Adrian Pope and Ryan McCoy. Um, it's basically, you know, four detectives doing detective work. Um, messing up and getting on the chief's nerves, um, as usual, any detective would do. <laughs> um, we just really just got done brainstorming uh, episode six through ten, so we just got done with episode one. We will be filming episode two, January eleventh. Um, it's going good. It's going great. I love the cast. I love the crew. I love their dedication to this project and sticking with me through. Um, my ups and downs with dealing with my grandmother's death and things like that. So 
Um, shout outs to my cast and my crew for doing that. Um, that's amazing. I, I want to see that show. I really do. And I can see you in it. It's your personality and everything else. Yeah. You're tough, yet you're... you're Sentimental. Sentimental. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Sentimental. You know, yeah. you have to be sentimental. You, you have do. to be sensitive to be an actor. You do. You know. Um, and there's, what's your favorite actor? Who's your favorite actor? Favorite actor of all time? Oof. Living or dead? Living. I'll give you that. Well, let's do a young and old. Okay. Um, Liam Shriver, even though he's not that old, he's only 51. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, I would say John Boyega. We're roughly around the same age. Those are my two favorite actors. Uh, actresses, I would definitely have to go with Taraji P. Henson. And I would say Loretta Devine. Those are my two favorite actors. What a great last name, Divine. I know. I Something to live up to. Definitely. Yeah. Loretta, she's divine. <laughs> you also told me, this is, do actors have to network? Yes. Uh, it's, it's very important to network. Um, I mean, if you don't network, then how do you get out here and brand yourself? Um, and I think most actors, well, first of all, to be an actor, you have to be social. That's like the number one key of being an actor, being able to be social, an extrovert, uh, to say the least. So um, I encourage young actors or advanced or beginner, immediate, any type of actor to get out and network. And here in Michigan, uh, for those actors who are in Michigan, you have the opportunity to do that at Film Mixers that we have in the Royal Oak at the Hamlet's Corner. And so basically the film mixer, you have different type of, well, you have all type of filmmakers that come out. Um, you have those who are looking to do a short film and they do casting calls there. Or you have those who come in and show their projects, um, excuse me, show their projects on screen and let you know the upcoming projects that they're working on and different type of actors that they're looking for. So I really do encourage a lot of, you know, filmmakers in general to, attend networking events. It's, it's very important. That's pretty much the start and door opener to your career. Would you recommend like lighting technicians and writers and... Yes, lighting technicians, writers, directors, producers, actors, makeup designers. Um, let's see, what's another one? Costume designers. Um, any type of filmmaking that you do, come out and network. You never know who you're going to be. Got to make an effort. That's right. You know, nothing happens without you being doing something out of the ordinary. Exactly. For, to be an actor. Exactly. And again, you know, it's at the Hamlin's Corner in Royal Oak. It's normally the first Tuesday of every month, first or second Tuesday. But um, I mean, if you're looking at network and you're looking to get back into the business or get into the business, that's your first step is the Hamlin's Corner for film mixers. That's excellent. Or they can always go to the Actors Law for Royal too. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Thank you, Hugh Gall. Exactly. Yeah, Hugh Gall. He'll, he'll, he'll get you in there. I tell you, when we did the, the 21 Grams, mm -hmm. um, my wife just, well, she said, you know, that's the first time I ever saw you really act. And, you know, she, she gives truth, okay? Mm -hmm. It's 
he worked me so much. He wanted more out of me, more. And that thing, you remember the place? It was so hot. It was like July yeah, or something. It was it was so hot upstairs. <laughs> and we could not turn the air conditioner on for no. sound quality. And I'm like, Hugh, like, man, oh, my God. He's, he's doing great. You have so many takes of this. Like, please, can we take a break and get some air in this place? Like, oh, my God. He but teaches. Yes, he worked you. He teaches with a smile. He does. So you can't really argue about it. I am so glad, though, he worked us so hard because it brought out what I've been thinking today. I did a, um, a meet and greet today and a lot of things going on, but I did it. And it occurred to me about something. How you, how you put together a puzzle, mm -hmm. okay? It's in a box, right? And it looks really nice, all right? And this is sort of deep, but tell me if it makes sense. You dump... You dump the pieces on, onto the table, like right here, for instance. We don't have, you know, did a, uh, a puzzle. And it's all messed up. But that's okay. When an actor loses himself or herself in a role and really connects, it's sort of like they fall apart. Mm -hmm. And when you fall apart, that's where you find yourself. True. It's, uh... It, it's the opposite of saying, how you doing? I'm all right. It's like, no, no, no one's all right. Exactly. You're a masterpiece in, pro in progress. You're growing and, and becoming, you know. I thought about that today because do you ever have a, a rough day? Yeah, always. Yeah. But <laughs> you got to fit. okay, the pieces fit somewhere. I know they exactly. do. And you got to wipe away your tears, wipe away whatever's going on. Say, I can handle this. I got to put this puzzle together a little bit more so I can get a bigger picture of myself. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of that happens with networking, like you said. Mm -hmm. The Hamlin, Hamlin, Hamlin's corner, Hamlin's corner, and it's so important to connect with people that have the same heart, the same mind, the same soul, the same True. beliefs, the same BS belief system. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, it just struck me, and I've been doing this a little while, but you always learn something new. True. Just like now, Charles and I um, will be doing our first ever Filmmakers on Filmmakers. And we're basically going behind the scenes as uh, any type of filmmaker, from director to writer to uh, a stage director to an actor. And we basically go behind, this, go behind the scenes of that individual and see what makes them them. Because from a fan base standpoint, you know, fans think you pretty much have it all figured out that everything is going to come to plan for you when right. it really does. And there's a lot that goes into filmmaking. So this will be the opportunity for people to listen and get a background of each filmmaker and see the processes that they go through to, like, find themselves or get through a project with dealing with the actual struggle of the day-to-day -day basis of being a human being and being in reality too so yeah i definitely understand where you're coming from with finding the pieces and putting them together so that you can find yourself yeah i, I can definitely relate to that from a day-to-day -day basis i heard and recognize and acknowledge everything you said but I'm excited right now because you said something about film actors, about film actors what is that all about filmmakers on filmmakers oh, yeah. so um the plan is, it's going to be six of us. We're going to have 
um, you know, filmmakers who are in the beginning stages. We're going to have two filmmakers who are in the beginning stages and the, well, the intermediate stages. And then you're going to have two filmmakers who are more so advanced. We're basically going to sit in the room and we're going to tell our stories about any mental breakthroughs that we went through while being on a set trying to stay in the character and find ourselves as well. Like, prime example, working on Detroit's finest. And, you know, I just lost my grandmother. So mentally, I'm going through it. But I'm still trying to find a way to be and play the role of Detective Booker. How do I do that? What is... What's what's what is it that I do to keep me sane enough to continue this journey? How am I gonna get through this? Filmmakers on filmmakers will share that me as an actor, this is how I get through it. I pray, I talk to God, I ask him to lead me and guide me, or I have a cup of coffee and I sit and I meditate. Just to open the door to everybody in the show that we as filmmakers, we go through the same things that any regular human being goes through or any other celebrity goes through. So there's no difference in humanity when it comes to us. The only thing that makes us different is I'm a filmmaker and you may work at CVS. I'm a filmmaker and you're a doctor. I'm a filmmaker and you work at a plant. That's the only difference is our job titles. But we as humans are one and the same. We all share that emotion. We all go through things in life. We all grieve. We all get happy. We all get sad. It happens. But filmmakers on filmmakers would tell those stories of certain filmmakers who've been through things in their lives and work mentally to process to get through those. When does this all occur? Uh, end of January. We haven't set a date yet, but I'm looking at maybe January 27th or 28th is when we'll get together and uh, maybe early February we'll put it out there for everybody to see on Facebook and on YouTube um, you know for them to see it and get a better understanding of it I want to go okay I uh, wow yeah that's uh, that's gold is what it is because it's all about life experience like you said basically maybe they would be interested in my podcast I don't know yeah, well, you know, me and Charles are basically like putting it together. So, okay. Um, yeah, I can definitely. Yeah, I can definitely. You know, it'll be a go because, um, you know, like we're look, well, including him and I, we're looking for two, uh, two others because, yeah, we already have two. So you will fall in the intermediate. intermediate yeah, I'll, I'll just. Intermediate. I just want to list. Oh, okay. Or you learn, can come out to you listen know. and learn. Yeah. yeah. So you'll you'll learn a lot under Charles. You, you will. You, yeah. you will learn a lot. <laughs> I think we t- also talked about once, it was about that green stuff. What is it? The green stuff? Money. Oh, the money. Yeah. Money, now, money. Yes, if a person yeah. comes in, say a, a newbie, and I want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Because I want to earn a huge paycheck like George Clooney. <laughs> okay now while that's possible what what's your take on that what would you tell them what, what kind of advice would you um i would tell them that they're in this business for all the wrong reasons if they are just in it for the money 
find someone in this industry, I don't know who, it took a while for you to find someone who will go through and give you the formula to filmmaking just for you to get paid like George Clooney. Um, I would also tell them, like, you know, you're in it for the wrong reasons. I wouldn't teach you a damn thing if I was even paid to do so because your heart isn't in it. <laughs> you're not passionate about it. You're passionate about that check, but you're not willing to put in the work to get that George Clooney check. Um, really, stay at home. Stay at home. <laughs> Don't embarrass yourself, because I will embarrass you <laughs> in this business. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't do that. Just do it for the right reasons. Do it because you love this business, you're passionate about it, and and you were born to do this. Don't yeah. do it just because it could possibly be an easy paycheck. If you're... Don't be narcissistic. If you're born to do something, you don't have to say I'm born to do it necessarily. It's just in you to do it. Exactly. And it feels like I equate it with uh, if you ever went to the chiropractor and they straighten you out the right way mm -hmm. and you walk out and you feel like everything is in alignment. True. And I, I get that feeling because I worked with you with 21 grams mm -hmm. um, that that was – what is the word? That was your element mm -hmm. as it was mine. And it makes you, it gives you this feeling of being the greatest superhero. Or, I don't know, it's indescribable. But many people, you know, uh, I know other people that are really into economists and, and economics and things like that. And they are on fire. Right. So, if you're not, if you want, like you said, I'm reiterating, like, if you don't want, if you want to be an actor for the money, that's not your passion necessarily. Go towards where your passion is, mm -hmm. right? That's right. Nicely put by you, but yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely true. put by you. And then, you know, back to touch back on 21 Grams. Yeah. Um, man, yeah, that was our first time working together. And then, you know, you and I really didn't have a chance to really sit and go over those lines either um you know we plan on doing it but we had personal issues going on so that that day just never came but that day we sat in hugh's office and went over the lines i want to say maybe once or twice before we went up and for us to actually go out there and nail it the way we did that that was great that that, that showed a lot because you know like i told you in the back i said look we're just gonna play off each other are we going to do what we can to make this this impactful moment work? And, man, we did it. We did it. Congratulations to you. I really appreciated your work Thank for you. that because um, you brought out a side of me that I wasn't able to reach until I got in that scene and in that moment with you. So I thank you for that. Yeah. You know, and based upon the knowledge of your grandmother and, and other things that you went through. I had not a clue because you, you pulled it off. You pulled the role off really well. And it's like, now that I understand more about you, you took what seemed like something insurmountable, grief, for example, mm -hmm. and you took it and made it, you made it into something totally different, mm -hmm. something that you could use as a tribute to your grandmother and 
also self-discovery. Wow, I just got that just now. This is not editing. <laughs> and it's, uh, I don't know, it's, um, I have a question for you. Sure. I've recently found this out, well, through Hugh Gall, okay? <laughs> and I've applied it to myself and I've applied it to my students. Which is more important, words or emotions? Emotions. How come? I would say emotion is more important because for me, it's all about what the audience can relate to when it comes to film. Anybody can say a word and that's not really relatable, but that emotion that you show, whether you're showing stoicism, whether you're crying, whether you're hurting, whether you're happy, whether you're sad, the audience feels that in that silent moment. Silence is everything. And emotion is everything, too. Because I can be silent, but I can give you emotion right now just talking with my grandmother. And you can feel the hurt. I can you can see feel it in your the eyes. sadness. You can see it in the eye. Yeah. So emotion is everything. That's why people go to a film or a play, for instance, because they, they think they... They want to feel something exactly. that's not ordinary. They want to mm -hmm. feel something extra, extraordinary. And you can't really feel with words. No. That's why I text, you know. Right. I'm so angry. I don't hear you. Right. It's just like, okay. And then they add LOL. It's like, now I'm totally confused. You know? It's like, you text me, you're angry at me with these exclamation points. Yeah. But here you are sending me two emojis of you like crying, laughing. Right. Uh, LOL. I'm so confused. <laughs> it is. It's irritating. Um, it just is. You know, it's all about effective communication. Clear. True. That's what acting is. And even if you're not an actor, you have to recognize that you act all the time. Mm -hmm. You act at your survival job. I'll just put it that way. You act at your survival job if you're an actor. You act uh, or at your career. If you're a lawyer. You act like a lawyer. I've seen lawyers act like lawyers, and <laughs> you know, That's true. and you have to give yourself credit for what you do. The background noise is Tim Hortons, by the way. That's where we're at. So <laughs> now I get a hashtag. <laughs> go, go, Tim Hortons. But seriously, it's a, uh, it's a pleasure talking to you again, and uh, I want us to get together, honestly, mm -hmm. at one of those mixers. And the film actors, like you said, and I got, I'm working right now uh, on a project that the founder of Nine Nine, the unagency, it's an agency, talent agency, uh, he wants me to um, do a, uh, a four to eight hour workshop. And it's still in the works, you okay. know, still being put together, but I'm excited about that and a little intimidated at the same time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's putting that puzzle together. Yeah, it is. You know, and I'm going to send you an invite. Great. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely come out. Yeah. Support. Or whatever you need help with, let me know. Please, yeah. yeah. I got a script going on and stuff that's, you know, on my computer. <laughs> that's so many things in the fire. You got to pick one, though, you know? That's true. Anyway, hey, listen. I got one more question. It's very important. Sure. How would people get a hold of you? Monzel, 
Oh, I'm all over social media. You can follow me on Facebook at Monzel D Towners. You can also follow me on Instagram at the with two E's, two T H E E underscore Monzel Towners. And then you can also follow me on Snapchat at Dekarik D E C A R I Q underscore Towners. I like that. Yeah, if you're going to connect with somebody, another actor, director, at the very least, make sure that you know you don't walk away without contact information. Mm-hmm. Because then you just kick yourself all the way home. Exactly. You know, that's very important. Relationships, that's what wealth is about. And money is the product of it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on Real Actors, uh, Real Actors, Real Answers. And um, we will talk again. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.